0: Are you excited to be in church today? If, if if you're as excited as I am to holler back at the word as I am to preach the word, we're going to have a good day. I, I'm telling you, God has done something this week like I've never felt before, and I'm excited to be able to kind of like spew it out, so I hope you're ready to receive it because it's funny. Yeah, it, I'm. Can I just tell you something, that, that God is, is here, but he, here's the crazy part. He's not just here, he actually goes with you. And, and this is what I feel, I feel like, I feel like today is kind of like a push um, for you to take what you're experiencing in the house and take it to your house. And God, God is just laying some heavy things on it and if you are willing, if you're willing today, I would love to push you to get out of your comfort zone because they say if you would get, um, if you'll interact with what's going on, you actually receive more. It's weird. I, I understand that. I, and there's a lot of people here that say, oh, I don't even talk to my husband. So why would I talk to you? Well, here's the thing. I think it's switched. I think the husband's still talking to the wife, but whatever. If you will interact today, there's some big things that can happen today. And so let, let's, let's, let's just practice a little bit. Let's, just, let's get a little loud, okay? This is okay. This is good. This is how I was raised, um, to be loud. So let's, let's just get a little loud, okay. I'm just going to say, um, I'm just going to say Jesus, okay. Now, when, when I say Jesus, you're just going to go, amen, okay. Just like feel it, okay. Just let, whoa, it's just coming from your toes and out your hands, okay. Just feel it, all right. So when I say Jesus, you just, ha, okay. Just a little bit of amen right there. Or say whatever you want. It's all good with me, okay. Ready? Jesus. Oh, great. Now you got to do a little rock back onto this one. Right, here we go. Ready? Jesus. Oh, beautiful. That's just what it is. Now, here's the thing. If I say something that maybe you don't agree with, but you think it's okay, why don't you just go ahead and say it? No, you just, you just say it. You say, that's good. That's good. That's good. You might not agree with me completely, but it's okay. I'm on stage and you're not. Just agree with it. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Help us, Lord. <laughs> Today's going to be fun. I'm excited for today. I'm excited for what God has. Let's pray real quick. Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you would take me out of the equation, Jesus, and that you would speak through me, Lord God. I pray that this tongue would be anointed and blessed. And God, that every word comes from my mouth would be straight from your presence, Lord, and straight from you. We love you and thank you, God. I pray for receiving hearts today, Lord. In your name and everybody said? Amen. Amen. Hey, that was good. That was beautiful. I've entitled my sermon today... Hello, my name is. Everybody say that with me. Say, hello, my name is. You see a hello name sticker on your seat. You can go ahead and just grab that, hold on to it. We're going to be filling that out in a little bit. Um, But I've entitled my sermon today, hello, my name is blank, because pretty soon we're going to be able to fill in that blank. And I feel like God has called us this generation, this season, this time to fill in the blank with something we want to be, something that we're claiming in our life, something that maybe we're not, but we need to be. We follow and we track and, 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 you know, a lot of us, we get into a rut and we're the same for 10 years and nothing ever changes because we never get daring enough in our prayers to be able to pray something to say, God, I know that I'm not. Outgoing, but God, I want you to make me outgoing. Hello, my name is outgoing. I got worship music going on my computer right now. That's cool. I was like, whoa, Jesus is here. It's just my computer. I felt it. It was like presence. <laughs> hit me in the hip. Hello, my name is. And I just I just went ahead and filled out all on my Bible. I got, hello, my name is unashamed. Because I, I, I'm sick and tired of being ashamed of what I believe in. I, I, I don't want to be ashamed. If somebody asks me if I'm a Christian, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm unashamed about the Father who came, sent a son, and died on a cross for me. I'm unashamed about it. Hello, my name is courage. <laughs> because I'm courageous when it comes to my God. And I'm willing to step out when I need to step out and do what I need to do. I want to have a little bit of courage like last week. Let me just say, last week was incredible. We had a slew of people step out in courage, Take that 20 seconds of courage and make that leap. And that was a moment. That was a moment of celebration. That was a moment where not only we were celebrating but heaven was having a little party. Angel Gabriel was up there, he was doing the two-step, like getting it. Hips don't lie. Hello, my name is Faithful because throughout this entire walk of Christianity, I want to be faithful. I want to be faithful. I don't want to be the Christian that comes to church and is faithful in church and walks outside and gets in my car and I put on something that I know I shouldn't be putting on. And I'm rolling home and not being faithful to what I said I was going to be faithful to. I want to be faithful. Hello, my name is Faithful. Hello, my name is Boldness. I want to be bold. I am sick and tired of of weak Christians that just kind of sit back. Hi, I'm a Christian, but I'm a little scared to really be bold about it. We gotta get a boldness about us, people. You see, if if we'll get a boldness about us, God comes beside us. And he says, hey, I'm gonna strengthen you through that. You go ahead and be bold, you step out, I'll give you every word you need to say. Hello, my name is Enduring, because I wanna endure through the tough times. When I wanna give up, when I wanna put in and, and hand in the towel and say, I'm sick and tired of this, I've lost every game I've entered for the last three years. I am willing and right now I'm so ready to give up. And God says, hey, endure through. Hello, my name is Enduring. I want to endure it all. Hello, my name is Leader. Sometimes I might struggle to be a leader. I want to lead. And I don't want to just lead myself, but I want to lead my family. I want my household to be a house that, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Like my mama said, if you don't believe it, you can go live with the Joneses. I don't like the Joneses, so I believed in the Lord. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Capable. Hello, my name is Capable. When I was born into this world, I was born capable. When you were born into this world, you were born capable of handling anything and everything that God throws your way and anything and everything that the devil throws your way. You are capable. And I'm claiming today that I'm going to be capable of anything and everything that the devil throws my way. I'm going to be able to overcome. I'm an overcomer. Today it's going to happen. We're getting real serious real fast here, aren't we? This is weird, isn't it? I like it. And last but not least, hello, my name is Isaiah, because everything above that is true, and I'm going to stand by that. And my name is Isaiah, and I'm standing firm in that. Amen. You go ahead and put your name on there. You, I, want, I want you to take that hello, my name is sticker that I gave you on your seat, and there's a pin in the chair in front of you. I just want you to take out that pin, and I want you to write one thing on there that kind of declares who you want to be in 2016. Go ahead and just take a second. Go ahead and write that right there on that hello, my name is. Hello, my name is something. What do you believe in? What is something that you want to stand for in 2016 that says, hey, I've arrived. I've been sitting on the sideline too long, but this is something that I'm declaring in 2016 that maybe I've struggled with up to this point. I want to be bold. I want to have courage. I want to step out of my comfort zone. I want to step out of my box. Go ahead and put that on that name tag and go ahead and slap it on your chest. It's good. It's good. Go ahead and take a second and do that. That's, that's, that's it. God's calling us to greatness, church. God's calling us to step up. We got to start declaring some things in our walk. We got to start declaring some things in our lives that says, hey, I've arrived. And now I mean business. Yeah, I'm seeing some name tags. Anthony, what you got on there, baby? Come on, baby. Be Jesus with skin on. That's it. That's what it's about. Come on. We got to start declaring some things. Lisa, what do you got? Fearless. I'm fearless. I'm fearless in Jesus' name. I'm not going to fear anymore. There ain't nothing to fear. What's there to fear? When you got God on your side. Kyle, what do you got? A leader. Got to lead. Got to lead. Come on, it's time to lead. Paul, my new friend, what do you got? Faithfulness. I love it. Faithfulness. You got to be faithful. You see, when you're not faithful in the tough times and then you're faithful in the good times, really? Really? I want to be faithful throughout. I want to be faithful throughout. Whatever you got for me, come on, I want to be faithful. It's this season, it's this time, it's these moments. Amy, what do you got? Bold. I love it. Bold. Come on, man. Dylan, what do you got? Bold. (laughs) We got some bold people here. You know what that means? Whatever you declare, whatever you put on your name tag, that's what God's going to push you towards. So be careful what you put on your name tag, because God's going to bring it. <laughs> Everybody's changing. they just like crossing it out. <laughs> I need that pin back. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us all. We're in a series now hand in hand. Hand in hand. Hands are good for a few things. Did you know that? Hands are good for a a, a few things. One, they're good for leading. Because you can grab onto someone's hand and you can lead them anywhere you want to lead them. Hands are amazing for leading. Come on, just follow me. I'll lead you wherever you need to go. Hands are amazing for leading. Hands are also amazing for directing. Yeah, you just go down here, you make a left, right down here. Then you're going to go down to the next stop sign, make a right. And you just do a little circle there. Look to your left, you're going to see the destination is not correct. Look to your right, that's it. <laughs> They're not going to get there anywhere. So, so you might as well confuse them. Anybody tells me directions like that, I'm like, you just said 12 things, you want me to remember all that? Like, I'm going to have to go to the next guy. Hands are amazing for Directing. Hands are also amazing for pushing. You can push. You can push. Push. Hey, 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 why don't you try this? I try this all the time with my kids. Lennon will tell you I'm a pusher. I like to push. I've always pushed. I just like to push. Lennon, you should try that. Dad, I might get hurt. No, you won't push. Come on. You got this. Roman, he's a daredevil. He just gets him on the couch, head dives off into the carpet. I'm like... I can deal with handling a couple of doctor's bills as long as you're not, you know, just like in the corner like, oh, my God, I'm scared. Come on, let's go. Push. Hands are amazing for pushing. Pushing. Hands are also amazing for stopping. Any parents in the room? Okay. Any husbands, you're driving down the road, somebody pulls out in front of you, slap your hand over on your wife. You're like, stop! You know, you just, I, I don't know why, but it's like that automatic school bus stop zone. Poof. You just lock her in. Don't know if it's going to help. I've seen blindside a few times. It helps. (laughs) They're amazing for stopping. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know what's past this point, but I do. Stop while you're ahead. Hold on. Stop. Hands are also amazing for celebrating. Go ahead. Let's just clap a little bit. You can celebrate with your hands. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, my word. That's great. It's so huge. I can't believe we did that. What? Celebrating with your hands. It just got really weird. You can celebrate with your hands. Hands are good for so many things. You know what hands are also good for? My sister knows this best. Collecting Germs. Sister's famous for washing her hands over 150 times a day. And it's actually 100 times every three minutes. (laughs) Germs, Uh, there's a a little study. Handshakes are known to spread countless germs, duh. Certain diseases such as scabies, (laughs) ill, spread the most through direct skin-to-skin contact. That is official. I am wearing latex gloves next week. A medical study has found that fist bumps and high fives spread fewer germs than handshakes. We're going to become a fist bumping, what else, (laughs) high five in church, that's it, fist bumping, high five in church, that's us right now. Handshakes create germs, right, you're just like spreading germs all over the place. Did you know that if you have some friends in your life that that are not really solid and you keep shaking their hands, did you know that's going to spread to you sometime, if you spend enough time with them? We're just going to go ahead and get real serious right off the bat, because this is like, this is what we do. If you hang out with the wrong crowd for too long, And you keep rubbing up against them. Pretty soon those germs are going to get on you. You start to become like them. Hand in hand. What are you hand in hand with? Who are you hand in hand with? What has God got for you? What does that look like? I want to read a story today out of Luke 22. Verse 1. This is getting Jesus prepared for the cross. We're going into the feast of the unleavened bread. I just want to read through this real quick. It says Now the feast of the unleavened bread, called the Passover, was approaching. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. For they were afraid of the people. They wanted to get rid of Jesus because they were afraid of the people. Have you ever gotten rid of the Savior to impress someone? (laughs) Hey, it happens, and it happens to everyone. You get in a moment where boldness kind of goes out the window. You say, you know what, I think I'm just going to opt for no Savior for someone. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, and one of, one of the 12. <laughs> I'm just going to pull things, if you don't mind. I'm just going to keep pulling things from the Bible. I think it's really cool. Judas was one of the 12. One of Jesus' chosen. Okay? Judas was one of, cho- one of the chosen disciples. Jesus says, I choose you. Now, we all understand that Jesus knows everything. Okay? So Jesus knew that this day was going to come. It says the devil entered Judas. Satan entered Judas. You're never safe enough. Okay. And Judas went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. It goes on. um, Let's skip ahead to verse 47. Verse 47. While he was still speaking, a crowd, now they've done the whole, the whole meal and everything and, and, and got to this point where they're up on the mountain and, and, and they're praying. And while Jesus is still speaking, a crowd came up. let's, let's go back. Let's go back to uh, verse 39. Jesus went out as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, "Pray that you will not fall into temptation." Now he's giving a, a warning here to his disciples, saying, "You need to pray." Because temptation is going to come. And so be ready for it, for when it comes. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. He's actually asking Jesus, hey, listen, if you're okay with it, you can totally take this off my back. Because, I mean, being beaten, being hung, it's not the most joyous thing to do. But how he follows it up, yet, it's not my will, but yours be done. <laughs> this is willingness beyond anything I've ever seen. God, you know I don't want to endure this pain, but I know that you're in charge. And I know whatever you say is going to put me on top. So I'm willing to listen Another reminder of temptation. And I think this is in here. I think Luke is writing this to let us know, hey, there's going to be a lot of temptation that you're going to experience. There's going to be a lot of things that come your way. And if you're not ready for it, hold on. Because it's going to suck you in like nobody else. Be ready. And they're sleeping. How many of you, just let's be honest, how many of you ever fallen asleep reading your Bible? There's a lot of liars in here. Why are you sleeping? You got some prayer to be done. You got some things to endure. Some things are going to come your way that you're going to have to get through. And if you don't believe and pray in the things that I've called you to do, you're going to fail. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up and the man who was called Judas, one of the 12, a reminder there that he was one of the chosen one. Was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked him, Judas, I love this. This is the moment that Jesus proves that he knows all. Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? Really? That's how you're gonna do me, son? Jesus then pulls out a sword out of his little kilt, slices Judas's throat. Judas drops to the ground, he kicks him in the face, and then just walks away. No, that's not what he did. Read your Bible, people. That might have been how the story played out if I would have been there and I would have been Jesus. You going to do me like that? Really? I've been praying for temptation up here. What have you been doing, son? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priest, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour With darkness reigns, when darkness reigns. I think Jesus is trying to teach us something here. Even though, even though they were coming up to betray him, Judas said, hey, listen, you know, I know you taught me a lot. You've been great. (laughs) So whatever, these guys are offering me a couple hundred bucks. And, uh, you know, I got a little influence. I forgot about that temptation prayer thing, and they kind of got to me. Uh, But uh, I'm I'm here to take you in and uh, collect my money. Even though Jesus had given so much time to Judas, even though Jesus had influenced Judas in the right way, even though Judas had been uh, influenced by the wrong crowd and come to betray Jesus, even though Jesus is still doing healings. He's like, hey, here's your ear. Mike Tyson had it, I got it. It's all good. You good. You good. He's loving on the people that are coming to take him and kill him. He doesn't care. He's like, hey, I already prayed it. Your will be done. And I'm going to follow through. Here's what we need to hear, church. It's time that we follow through. It's not about just putting a name on a, on, a, on a card and saying, I'm gonna be bold, I'm gonna have courage. We gotta follow through. We have to follow through. Elijah, uh, as a kid, and my dad shared this story before. Um, he, he got on the bus and, and he wore glasses as, a, as a, a little boy and he got on, on the bus uh, one day and, and the kids took off his glasses and they were passing around the bus and so he came home and he was crying as usual to my dad. And uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I love you. I just had to throw that one in there, that was good. I love having the mic, it's great. So he came in and, and, and he was like, dad, you know, and my dad's like, what happened? And, and if you know my dad, he's really intense if something goes wrong with his kids, okay? Really intense. My dad jumps to like, like, whoa, someone's going to die. Like, that's the attitude he has, right? It's like, it's, it's awesome. And so he's like, yo, you know, what happened? Elijah's like, the kids on the bus, they took my glasses off, they were throwing them around the bus. My dad's like, not on my watch. Tomorrow I'm going to the bus stop with you, right? Then this is a moment, okay? This is a moment. And every time my dad would tell the story, I get like something inside of me because I picture the father with us in this this moment. And the next morning came around, Elijah got up, and and they they were walking down to the bus, and Elijah's hand was up in my dad's hand, and it was like he was walking with the father. Hand in hand with the father. And and you know what happened? Elijah, he used to go to the bus stop, and I don't remember any of this. I was only three. I'm getting this through my dad's stories. And... uh, and so Elijah used to go to the bus, kind of like shoulders over, you know, like kicking rocks, I'm going to the bus stop, you know, dang it, this is not cool. And then, and then that day was a little different because he put his hand up in my dad's hand and it was like, you know what? We're going to the bus. And we're not only going to the bus, we're gonna kick some hiney. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to the bus. Like, he's like calling out to the neighbors, go to the bus, join us if you want to see a drop down, smash down, kick out, let go. Someone's got a day coming to them of pain. Hand in hand with the Father. Something changes when your hand is with the Father. Who are you hand in hand with? Who are you hand in hand with? What are you doing with who's in your hand? What I'm blind to here on earth, I pray that you would open my eyes to. Because there's so many things that I don't see that you see that I get lost in. And and church, I would I, I pray that you would hear this today. Let this be a prayer of yours. There are so many things here on earth that I'm completely blind to. But I pray today that you would open my eyes to be able to see that when I'm hand-in-hand with the Father, nothing can happen. Yeah, trials and tribulations, they're gonna come your way, but when you're hand-in-hand with the Father, okay, just keep clearing them out of the way. Just gonna keep walking through. Just gonna keep walking through. Just gonna keep walking through. Me and Brittany were on our honeymoon, and uh, we we did this cruise, and it was awesome, And, and we got to Dominican Republic, and uh, when we when we landed in in, in or ported in uh, Dominican Republic, I told Brittany, I was like, babe, I want to rent a moped. Like I just feel like like God's calling us to ride on a moped in Dominican Republic. I just think it would be really cool. So so we got off the boat and, and we're walking out and. I'm looking for like the, the, you know, like the sketchy kid that's just like on the side of the road that way I can go get a real good deal. So I'm like, babe, we're just going to find the cheapest moped we can get. So violence kid. He was willing to give me this cheap moped. He went and filled it up with gas. I'm like, this is like dude, you're awesome. Like, this is great. So we got on the moped and, and how it was set up, the, the boat pulled into port. And then there was a main road that went back and forth right here in front of the boat. Okay. They had restaurants down here. They had some uh, a, a beach right here that you could go to. They had uh, uh, all this cool stuff right here in the. So you could always see the boat from this road, and and we're driving on the road and we've probably done it like twenty times. I'm like, babe, I'm bored. Like, let's go find something special, right? Let, let's just, let's have a moment. Let's have a Kodiak moment. Did you bring your Kodiak camera? Let's moment this thing. So so I, I'm like, babe, let's just go. Let's just let's just let's just go. Okay. So, so we just we we just go right. So we're driving up this hill and and, and I'm like, babe, we we gotta find we, we gotta we, we, we gotta find something. So we, we find this local and and uh, we're like, you know, La Playa, basically the only Spanish word I know. Beach. <laughs> so they're like, okay, all right. So this guy he's on a dirt bike and he's like, come with me, you know, come on. So we're like, okay. I'm like five miles per hour. Like seven miles per hour. You know, eight. We're just, it's so slow. So we're trying to get, I'm like, hold on, I'm coming. So we go, and we just, we go through this town. We're on dirt roads now. I'm like, babe, 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 we're getting to something so spectacular. Get ready. Who's your daddy? So we're doing this thing, right? We're just, we're just, we're just, we're just going on this. And we follow this guy, and all of a sudden, he, like, dips off into the woods. And he's, pfft. he's in the woods. And I'm like, in the woods. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. You know, whoa. Babe, this is going to be huge. Get ready. This is a moment. We're going to, do. it's going to be huge. So we're driving, we're driving, we're driving. All of a sudden, I can see in the distance blue. And I know blue means water. I'm getting thirsty. and I'm like, thirsty for revenge of the beach. All of a sudden, we drive out on this beach and it's just, it is the most gorgeous beach you've ever seen. Not one person on the beach. I'm like. On my honeymoon, my mind's racing. (laughs) It's it's gonna be magical. It's a moment. I'm gonna tell this guy to get lost, and then we're just gonna have a blast. This guy pulls up next to me and he hands out his hand and he asks for money. (laughs) I just given all my money to the moped dude. You're going to have to go down and see him. Try to cut some change off him. Like, dude, I ain't got nothing. I don't have one cent. I literally am showing him my pockets. I don't have anything. Man, I'm a pastor. Would I lie? So I'm telling this guy, you know, I, I, I got nothing. He looks into the woods and does a little clicky thingy. And seven dudes come from behind trees. I'm sitting on the moped. Brittany's on the back. I don't got a shirt on, oh, they know what I'm packing. Nothing. I'm like, Lord, help us all. These guys come and they do a, a half circle around me. And the, the one guy gets on the front and he straps my moped tire in between his legs and he holds on to the front. And they just keep pointing at this guy and they're like, pay him. I'm like, what do you want me to pay him? i don't got nothing. So I'm like, babe. <laughs> This romantic getaway, I don't think it's happening. (laughs) This whole thing that we thought was gonna be cool, it's going down the tubes fast. So these guys are big, so I just start like doing a creepy backwards thing. I'm like, yeah, money on the boat, you know, (laughs) yeah. We're gonna get it done. All of a sudden, I go like Jimmy Neutron power on him. I'm like, and I just, and I just, whoosh, and we go, we get around him. I'm like, yeah! He jumps on his airplane. He's chasing me through the Dominican roads. A girl tries to grab Brittany's backpack off of her or, or back. She's trying to steal. I'm like, get away! I'm never coming back to your country! This isn't worth I love Dominican Republic. Just don't like that little area. <laughs> I almost died. Very close to my death. If you stay close to the Savior, it's harder to get lost. If you will stay close to the sea, if I would have chosen that day to stay by the ship, I would have never ran into that problem. If I would have chosen to stay where everybody was and say, you know what, I'm just going to stick close to the boat. I know the boat is safe. But no, zay has got to wander. If I would have chosen to stay by the boat, I probably wouldn't have got into the situation I got into. You know, a lot of us walk into church and we're like, you don't know where I've been. And I would say to you today, I don't know where you've been, but I know that you can change where you're going. It doesn't matter how far lost you think you are. God's got a plan for you. But he's asking you to not just say you're changed, but to stop wandering around uncharted territory. He's saying, hey, come back to me. Let me be your strength. Let me be your fulfillment. Stop wondering. Yeah, there's a lot out there. And you know what? Sometimes what's out there feels pretty good. Doesn't mean it's always right. What do you think, the devil's an idiot? Yeah, he's going to put some things out there that feel good. Because he knows how to get you in. But the problem is he knows how to keep you in. Don't wander. It's not worth it. Luke twenty-two 54, we're moving down. It says, then seizing him, they led him away. This is Jesus. They're talking about Jesus. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. i, I just like to point this out. Distance is never good when you're dealing with Christ. Distance is never good when you're dealing with the Heavenly Father. And I believe that this is what put Peter into a moment of temptation that put him into a moment of failure. Is he distanced himself from the, fit, from the uh, Savior, which put him into a moment where he could deny. And when some there had kindled a fire in the, in the middle of the courtyard, and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him, seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, this man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, you, are, you also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, certainly this fellow was with him. For he is a Galilean. Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. Then the Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord that the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Let's just go back to a moment on the mount where Jesus said, hey, let's pray for some temptation. Let's be ready for what comes our way. Judas, huh, what happened? Peter, this is easy. Yeah, I know him. Oh, but if I say I know him, what's going to happen to me? These moments that happen of temptation that comes, church, we have to be ready. We keep saying these are big days. 2016 is going to be a big year. New things are happening. Crazy things are happening. Did you know that the bigger things that happen, the harder the devil's going to come at us? We can be a church of 50 people for the rest of our lives if you want. But we don't want that because we know that every seat that's filled is another soul that's saved. And we're willing to do anything and everything short of sin to see people come to Christ. And that means getting the word out there. That means being daring. That means being bold. That means having courage. That means saying, fear, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait until later. I've got a, a, a mission in front of me that I've got to accomplish. Philippians 4.13, one of my favorites, I can do all things through Christ who gives me Strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Come on. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It's in you. It's in you. It's embedded in you. The strength is not what you need to pray for. You already have that. God gave that to you. He is strength. He is strength. That means you have strength when you have him in you is boldness that we need. Any parents in the room that has, have kids, you, you understand uh, uh, this, this next little story. You're walking through the grocery store and you have your hand holding your child. Let's say they're two or three years old. And when you're walking down the grocery store aisle, what is happening to your child? He is turned around, or she is turned around, and she is trying, or he is trying to grab every living thing off of the aisle shelves. That's the word. Just <laughs> helped me figure that out. They've been around, they got their hand in you, and they got their other hand grabbing. What can I get my hand onto? What can I grab off the shelf? You know, ah, oh, I love that. Oh, I want that. Oh, I need. What is that? Oh, that. I- Oh, this is great. Did you see that? It's so bright. There's so many colors. This is awesome. Oh, I need that. Oh, what's this? Oh, Where's the checkout line, man? Stop. Put them in the cart. Just strap them in. Put that seatbelt thingy on them. Right? And your, your kids, they just, they want to pull. Did you know that this reflects how we are with Jesus? Because let me, let me uh, explain why. The moment that God sent his son to die on a cross, the moment that he died on the cross was the moment that he took your hand. He's already got your hand. He died for anyone and everyone that day. So he's already got your hand. But the problem is we live like children and we live, oh, but I want that. And Jesus is always there. He's never let go. I talked about it last week. He was with you in a tough season. He was with you when you were lost. He's always been with you. He's always had your hand. You want to be hand in hand with the Savior? You already are. He's asking for you to say, Jesus, I'm with you now. Turn around. Face me. Give me both hands. Let's do this thing together. You are one-on-one with the Savior. We just got to stop acting like children and turn around and refocus our attention and say, Jesus, I'm all yours. I'm all yours. I could care less what's shiny, what's bright, what is good-looking. Lord, I'm caring about you and only you. I'm going to redirect my focus. I'm going to redirect who I am. and I'm going to focus on who you are. This is where we have to get. This is the moment in life where we have to understand it's over. Childlike ways are done. <laughs> you ever hold on to someone's hand for long enough, and then when you, when you let up, you have their imprint on your hand? You're like, whoa. You know, like you can see all the fingers over here and the thumbprint, and you, you got it, and you're like, wow. You know that happens with you in your walk? Whatever you're holding on to, Titus, is what leaves an imprint in your life. You can have some good things, leave some imprints. Oh yeah, I remember when that family blessed us and man, that was a, that was a cool moment. I loved being hand in hand with that family, that was, that was awesome. You can have some bad moments, maybe there was a death in the family where that left an imprint on who you were and you're like, man, that was really tough and I actually think about it often still. Maybe you can have some, some crazy memories of maybe some moments in life where maybe you were addicted to something and you're like, man, the, those that that imprint was pretty heavy on my life. I remember that that man, that rocked my world. Maybe you have uh, a moment, maybe uh, where you had an encounter with who Jesus is. You're like, man, I remember that moment, that imprint that was on me. I remembered, I can see it, the imprint in my hand where where Jesus said, uh, "I'm all yours," and 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 now I'm going to rededicate my life to you, Jesus. Saying. Now I'm all yours, Jesus. Your life is imprinted with a lot of things. Your hand has a lot of things on it. You can tell a working man from a computer man. You can. There's nothing different. Everybody makes money. But you can tell what they do. Oh, wow, you're a man's man. I can tell. Wow. Don't give me a scratch back. I have a lot of white lines on my back. Probably hurt a little bit. Right, And then you got the computer guy, oh man, scratchbacks all day. That's like Mama's hands, just smooth, smooth. Mama used to line us all up, my grandma my dad's side. This is a little random story, this one you're getting for free. If it's not in the notes, it's free. Mama used to line us all up as kids. We'd go to sleep at Mama and Papa's house. She'd line us all up, all the cousins, we'd all get out. And ooh, I think I could cry. I'm not going to, I'm going to choose not to. Hmm. Ooh, that was weird. Okay, we're back. Wow. All right. Mommy used to line us all up, and she would lay, it, lay us all down, and, and she would start to pray. Ooh, it's back again. This is weird. My eyes are sweating. And she would start to pray, and she would go through each of us. And as long as the prayer lasted, she would scratch our backs. I'm serious as a heart attack. Logic can be my testimony for this one you, 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 you understand so we you know we'd, we'd all line up and she'd go down the line and she would pray and she would pray. My grandma's a prayer. my grandpa's a prayer both sides of grandparents are prayers they pray, they pray, they pray my parents are prayers. I was surrounded a lot as, as a kid with prayer. She would go down the line and she would pray for us all. That was a moment and if you're a grandparent in here and you're a parent, you need to hear this, this is for you. You need to start praying for your kids. Because what's imprinting them now is gonna last a lifetime. And they will always remember these moments in life where they're at right now, they'll remember them forever. And so how are you imprinting them? Because I can remember the imprint that my mama made on me. And It was prayer <laughs> and it was a scratchback. I have to say sometimes I like the scratchback more than the prayer. But I know that the prayer was there for my future. Whereas the scratch back only lasted a minute. Pray for your kids. Pray for your grandkids. That was free. Matthew 27, uh, 3, 3 to 10. This is just kind of jumping back to Judas. I like Matthew's insight on this. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're like three good, four good guys. They're awesome. You can pull different things from They tell the story of Jesus so well. If you don't read your Bible a lot, You should. Number one, it's awesome. But second, jump into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They just tell the story of Jesus so well. They all have a, like a, a different way about them. They all tell it in a little different way. You got the soaps, you know, one tells them, like the soaps. is like drama. It's like, oh, my word. You know, the other guy's like a comedy. It's just like, they just, they roll. It's so cool. So jump in, you know, kind of dig into your word. It's, it's worth it. When Judas, who betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. He realized what he had done. This is a moment of redemption. This is a moment of, of understanding, saying, you know what? I have messed up. Jesus knew all this was going to happen. He knew that he was going to pick him as his twelve. He knew that he was going to betray him. And then he knew that he was going to come back to him before he passed. What is that to us? They replied, friends being true friends. That's your responsibility now. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and he hanged himself. What are you doing with who you are? You're an incredible person. God has created you for a special purpose. A a special purpose. I I, want to do something real quick. I'm going to read out of Psalms and then we're going to do something real quick. Can we do something real quick? Is that okay? You don't even know what I'm going to do, but can I do it? In Psalm 138, verse 1, it says, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise I will bow down toward your holy temple and I will praise your name for your love and, faith and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. When I called, you answered me. When I called, you answered me. You made me bold and stout-hearted. Mm. May all the kings of the earth praise you, O Lord. When they hear the words of your mouth, May they sing of the ways of the Lord, for the glory of the Lord is great. Though the Lord is on high, he looks upon the lowly, but the proud he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. Some of you need to hear that today. You might be in the midst of trouble. You might be in the midst of some big things right now. He's preserving your life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Let's say that. The Lord, the Lord, he will fulfill his purpose for me. Your love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. His love will endure. It will endure. It is enduring. It will endure. His love will endure. It will endure. Endure. His purpose for me, his love endures forever. This last part, do not abandon the works of your hands. Don't abandon what you're doing, but give it to God. If you, if, I, I, want, I want everyone to stand real quick. This is going to make this a little easier. Everyone stand for me real quick. And worship team, you can come back up. But here's what I want to do. If you're in this place and someone in this place has invited you to this place, I want you to go find them and grab their hand. Is that simple? Is that okay? Can we do that? If you're in this place and someone has invited you to this place, go find them and grab their hand. Is that Okay. It's okay, you can move, that's all right. I'm giving you freedom to move. Yeah, go find them and and grab another hand. Okay? There we go. And here's what I want you to do. If you you are one of those that that are here and and someone here has invited you, if if, if you find that person, and maybe that person isn't here, it's okay. Um, I I want you to start lining up um, um, right here. We're just gonna go down. We're gonna circle around the back. And then we're going to come up through this aisle and and make a circle. If you're one of those that has been invited, go ahead and just start. William, you can just start right up here, buddy, at the corner. And then we'll just connect off of here and just kind of go around, okay? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. If if you've been invited by someone, go ahead and just jump up here and grab on hands. It's all good. I'm not going to make you feel weird, I promise. (laughs) I, I just lied. I just lied in church. You already feel weird. It's okay. Yeah, grab on a hand. You can just kind of circle out. Yeah, that's great. This is awesome. Okay, all right. I'm liking this. This is good. You guys, you know what? Hey, you're, you're doing great. This is awesome. This is going good. Yeah, you know what? Let's make a big circle around the entire place. Okay, let's just go ahead. You guys go stretch down there a little bit. There you go. That that's perfect. That's perfect. We got a little line going back here. Okay, I want you guys to turn around and face the audience, okay? You guys can turn around and face everybody out there. I'm just going to come through here real quick. Yeah, yeah. hey, if you guys, Dylan, you want to come down and connect up here, you guys can come down here. Just connect right up here with this line up here. Yeah, come on. Bring your line down, baby. You're a leader. I see it on your tag. You got it boldness. Yeah, yeah, this is good. This is good. Oh, this is beautiful. something can I just say something God loves you enough to have someone be put in your life to get you here now let me say this and, and please hear me on this, this church is not the reason that you're saved this building is not the reason that you're saved this building is not the reason that, that maybe you're a little happier because you have Jesus in your life, this church is just a hub for Christians to get together The Savior has called you to greatness. Now, what would you have done if the hand in your hand was never there? What would you have done if that hand never invited you here? Where would you be? If we're going to be hand-in-hand with the Savior, then we have to be hand-in-hand with our friends. (laughs) Please follow along with me. If you're going to be hand-in-hand with the Savior, then that free hand that you have, that free hand has to be a hand that goes out and starts to grab you got to start start fishing and saying, "Hey, you know what? It's not just about me anymore. I got my hand in hand with the Savior. Now I'm going to start reaching out. Hey, you got to come hear what I'm a part of. You got to start hearing what what is going on in my life because of the Savior that I have. Here, please grab a hold. This is this is the moment. This is the thing that's happened. This is linking us together. This is a moment in time where where we are becoming new, and we're not only becoming new for ourselves, but we're becoming new for each other." that you stop being blinded to the things here on earth. Let me open up your eyes a little bit. Let me kind of let you experience what I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing freedom like I've never experienced before. I'm experiencing something that I've never seen before. I'm having an open spirit that I've never felt before. And I have to share it. i got to get it out. This is a moment that I want you to be a part of with me. Do you see what's happening? to be hand in hand with who he is and also to be hand in hand with our community with who is lost saying hey circle around this whole entire sanctuary okay so go ahead and just start lining up you can go behind if you need to whatever just go ahead everybody get in line let's just let's do this come on man it's all good you don't have to hold hands don't hold hands don't hold hands on the person on your right and on your left. I know this is weird. I get it. I'm a normal guy. I like to do weird things. This is good. But guess what? This is something that Jesus has laid on my heart to do. This is something we're going to do because you need strength today. Maybe you need a little boldness. We're going to pray for each other. And guess what? We're going to be hand in hand as a family today saying, you know what? As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And everybody and anybody that I come in contact with is going to be touched in some way that's going to be influenced in some way because they had me in their life. I want you to touch that person. I want you to start praying for strength. One minute, start praying for strength. Come on, boldness. We need to hear you, church. Let's go. Let's hear. Raise your voices and start to worship. today, Jesus, we're praying for strength. We're praying for strength and boldness today, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are, Lord God. Thank you for this strength, Jesus. God, as we're hand in hand with you, Lord, we're going to be hand in hand with each other, Jesus. You're strong today. God wants you to know your strength is from your toes to your head. And you be strong and you be bold because he's calling you to greatness today. God wants you to know that today. That's something to be firm in. Let me, oh, church, don't get me started. Let me tell you, God's inspired me. And I just feel like, Tom Pulaski, you need to hear today, whatever you're going through, God's going to be there in every moment of it. There might be trials, there might be tribulations, but God's got you in it. To the office because I'm not just coming in.